Buck Gino is part of the high school broadcast team for our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. They bring you high school football, boys and girls, high school basketball. And Buck also has seen Kobe Bufkin at the high school level at Grand Rapids Christian. And last night we watched Kobe go from Michigan to the Atlanta Hawks in the NBA. How you doing, Buck? Good, Bill. How are you? Doing good, man. Uh, first time you watched Kobe Bufkin, did you see somebody that one day would play in the NBA? Well, well you know, Brett and, and Drew do such a great job with high school basketball, and I fill in on there. And I remember them telling me, hey, you got to come watch this kid. Very average Christian. And when you first see him, we've seen a lot of D1 athletes in this area through high school. I think a lot of people take that for granted here. And it may not be in the sports that we highlight today. We have a lot of kids. You know, I'll, I'll use Bryce Clay as an example. He's a great football player for so Central. And I'm going to Michigan on a lacrosse scholarship. And they made the NCAA tournament for the first time this year. So we have a great, I mean, a really big group of kids that go D1. And you can tell when you watch some of those kids, Bill, that they're going to be that player. And Kobe Buffton was that kid. I remember going to watch him at the Quest Center at Great Rapids Christian, and I'm thinking, now, who is going to pick him? And where is he going to go in the NBA draft? And who is it going to be? Because that kid, the three-level score, he could get to the rim, he can shoot from the range, he had the the game for deep. And he got voted to the McDonald's All-American team. And then he kind of hit a snag. He broke his wrist. And that was during the COVID pandemic where he really couldn't get on the court. And a lot of people were kind of down on him after his freshman year at Michigan. And people thought, well, maybe he wasn't a Big Ten player. You know, maybe, you know, things just didn't work out. Maybe he was more of a, you know, a group of five-level player. And then this year, he blossomed and got a little bit bigger, a little taller, and really turned into one of the premier guards yeah, not only in the Big Ten, but in the country. And I remember watching him at Grand Rapids Christian thinking, man, this kid's got it. He's got heart. He's got the game for sure. And, boy, you know, hearing his name called last night for the Atlanta Hawks, well, I think it's a great fit for him, honestly, based on who they have on that team. Um, it's, it's really a big moment for a lot of people locally. Coach Eric Taylor at Grand Rapids Christian, obviously, has known the family for a long time and helped guide him through his high school years. And John Howard at Michigan developing him and his son, Jeff, to be first-round draft pick. So it's just a proud moment for a lot of people here in West Michigan. It's one of those feel-good stories. That, that's why I love doing the high school athletics around here. It's, it's not... It's just it's the stories that we get to tell about families that we know. You know, people that you know, Bryce and Cudgell from Forest Hills Eastern, who you're from H.O. very well. It's those kind of stories that make what we do rewarding. And by the way, Bryce and Cudgell out of uh, Grand Rapids, Forest Hills Eastern, a preferred walk-on, and he's been down at Michigan, I think, for the last couple of weeks, uh, getting ready uh, for the upcoming season and starting uh, his Big Ten football career. Uh, Buck Gino uh, is part of the high school football broadcast with Brett Bakita on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. And I mentioned we'll jump in when Drew Neitzel uh, can't do a hoops game or he's busy with family or other uh, business commitments. Uh, high school football, you know, we're talking about Buffkin now going at pick 15 last night to the Hawks in the NBA draft. Uh, high school football had a great showing from the west side of the state uh, down at Ford Field throughout the playoffs. 
I think the west side of the state's loaded again. I know the east side, you'll get the usual uh, teams, Belleville, De La Salle out of Warren, Detroit King, Cass Tech, uh, Rochester Adams, West Bloomfield, uh, Davison, all powerhouses, but uh, Celine, I'll throw in there for our listeners in southeast Michigan. Uh, so what's the top shelf teams going into 2023 at the high school football level out of West Michigan teams to watch? Well, it seems almost impossible, Bill, but we've got 61 days until we kick off the football season. Man. We just started summer. Like, I just just picked up my kid from the first summer camp, and all of a sudden I'm getting back-to-school ads from Meyer, and I'm getting talking about high school football. I mean, it just <laughs> time flies. And, you know, you look at the, the teams that are going to be in the mix. I mean, we can name some of the luminaries. we got week one. Brett and I will be at historic Hackley Field, Hackley Stadium. we got Muskegon and Rock. This is like the Texas and Alabama of West Michigan football. I mean, this is going to be two historic programs. They used to play each other all the time back in the 20s and Ralph Munger days. But since they parted ways via the OK division, they've not met in quite some time, but they got together. They're going to do a week one matchup. The marquee matchup, I think, in all of West Michigan, maybe the entire year. Uh, those two teams, for sure, are going to be at the top of people's lists. Uh, our first seven games include matchups at Caledonian Rockford in four. We have Byron Center and Forest Hill Central. Forest Hill Central coming off a Division II titles appearance last year. They'll be in Division Three this year. Uh, so looking to make uh, back-to-back finals appearances. Uh, we've got Muskegon and Steelers West in Week 7. Uh, I think you know, look at the Muskegon's and the Rockford, they always come up. But in the lower divisions, I think the OK goal where your son plays, we've got Catholic Central, we've got South Christian and Forest Hills Eastern. I mean, those are three good teams that really, on any given week, would compete at the Division 4 level. But unfortunately, they're all in the same division, so they've got to play each other. And I think all three of those teams can make noise at the local and maybe even to the regional levels uh, this year. And then you also have teams like Forest Hill Central, who is a perennial power in the OK White. East Grand Rapids and Lowell both were playoff teams last year. I think they can improve upon their performances and maybe make a little bit more noise. And you know, there's always the, the intrigue of the lower division teams like Belding and Spring Lake. We've got them in week two. Two fantastic Division Five programs are going to go head to head at historic Grabinski Field on the Bayou at Spring Lake. And I think you kind of ignore them sometimes, but boy, we've got some really good teams. So, yeah, Muskegon and Rockford, we talk about them a lot. Uh, we talked about South Christian coming out their state championship. Um, we've just got a lot of teams that are, are going to be very, very good this year. And Brett and I are hoping that. We get to see a lot of good football and some potential D1 and D2 players. You know, like you said, if your son Ames at Forest Hills Eastern, he'll be a junior coming up. And boy, they've got a really good team. Uh, like I said, just they're, they're in one of the toughest divisions we've got in West Michigan with South Christian and Grand Rapids Catholic Central in that same division. Yeah, and don't don't leave out Cedar Springs. You know, see, see, in the OK Gold, I, OK Gold, I probably you know with the final year before they. Flip conferences here in West Michigan. OK Gold, and obviously, I think the OK Red when you have the Hudsonvilles and the Rockfords and Caledonia's another powerhouse. You got Zeeland West uh, also out there in West Michigan. I had the, the, the evolution of high school football on the west side of the state uh, to compete uh, with the east side, and really even the Lansing area and Flint and Frankenmuth and all 
northern Michigan. It's awesome. Buck, I got to get to a timeout. Looking forward to talking uh, high school football more with you down the road, okay? All right, Bill. Well, thanks for having me on, man. Have a great weekend.